This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you. This is Pastor Alva Pendarva speaking, inviting you to stay tuned for the next few minutes and 15 minutes or so and hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We'd be glad to hear from you folks. Been looking into the book of First Peter. I wonder if you've taken time out to read that entire book of First Peter, uh, as we asked you to. I hope you did. And uh, we were looking at chapter 1 and had just gotten down to verse 3. They're speaking of how blessed our Lord Jesus Christ is. Peter said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen to the next phrase. This will be the subject of our list, which according to his abundant mercy... He hath begotten us unto a lively or living hope. We'll just stop right there uh, for this time and look for a few moments at the abundant mercy of God. Do you know any greater subject that we could speak on than the mercy of God? Our hope, our whole uh, uh, purpose in this life, our whole future is wrapped up in the mercy of God, my friend. Now, I don't know about you, but the mercy of God means something to me. Let me ask you, do you know anything about the mercy of God? Can you close your eyes, as it were, and sit back there in your easy chair and let your mind go back to where you once lived, saint of God? My friend, you who, you who know the Lord, can you just uh, look back? Can you praise the Lord for his mercy? Or do you think like the world thinks that God and everyone else owes you a living? Do you think that you are somebody come this morning that, that uh, you have no, uh, you need no mercy? All through the word of God, we see the abounding mercy of God. There in the Garden of Eden, God had made man perfect. Yes, God had created Adam and made Eve sinless and, and perfect. And they walked and talked with the Lord. Uh, yes, there in the garden. But sin entered into man's heart. Yeah, we know that story, how he rebelled against the authority of God. God could have just destroyed him right there on the spot. But no, he had mercy upon Adam and upon Eve. He had mercy upon them. Now, that's the first instance of mercy recorded in God's Word. It may not be mentioned. The word mercy may not be mentioned there. But that's the first uh place that we see recorded the mercy of God. Have you ever thought about his having mercy there on those folks in the garden? I have. I praise the Lord. For he says our thoughts are not his thoughts. No. We we but we would have thought, oh, oh Adam, sinning against God, rebelling against God. Man, uh, my friend, no. Man like you and I, when we are treated wrongfully or someone uh, uh, mistrusts us, we want to get even with them, with them, yes, get back at them or punish them. But God, in his mercy, in his long-suffering, he didn't destroy Adam and Eve, no. He made a way where his justice could be satisfied by providing a sacrifice for sin, for their sin. Have you ever uh, taken your Bible and searched its pages and found all of the instances or many of the instances in God's Word speaking of the mercy of God? I like to do that. I like to just do a word study, don't you? Take your concordance, look up the word mercy or merciful or long-suffering. Yes, I like to take the word and meditate upon that those things, especially the mercy of God, the love of God. But here we see Peter proclaiming how through his abundant mercy. I wish you'd think about 
his abundant mercy, my friend. It wasn't just a skimpy like we and you and I are. We just skimpy in our uh, love. We 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 don't love uh, uh, graciously. We skimpy in our giving. We just uh, miserly in in our affections for our loved ones. But God had m- abundant mercy. He has begotten us. Through his abundant mercy, us who are saved, we who are saved, not only has he mercy, but it's an abundance of mercy. Plenteous mercy, we read uh, there in the Bible. In one place, our Lord is not as you and I are. Many of us are so miserly at heart. Unless he breaks that spirit in us, we'll never know what it is to be merciful. No, one of the greatest joys of coming to know the Lord in salvation is to have that spirit, miserly spirit, broken in our heart. I know you say, well, preacher, you just uh, harp on that all the time. No, I don't. But my friend, what a blessing it is to have that spirit broken in your heart. And uh, yes, my heart just revels in the mercy of the Lord. One day I knew nothing of God's mercy. I knew nothing of God's love. I was uh, just uh, uh, an old sinner out there, uh, unaware of his mercy. I believed honestly that I could make it on my own. Yes, I needed no one. But when the Lord awakened me to my lost condition, showed me that I was a sinner and that I needed Christ, then I saw a need for mercy. Have you ever seen a need for mercy in your life? My friend, yes, apart from mercy, there's no salvation. But in his time, he shed that mercy upon me. Oh, I never get over it, my friend. No, I never get over it. I don't want to get over it. I can say with Peter, according to his abundant mercy, he saved me. Apart from the mercy of God, there is no salvation. My friend, no, there's no salvation apart. You, you uh, Folks just won't have it, a lot of them, but... There is no salvation apart from mercy. You and I uh, in the, are in the hands of a sovereign God to do with as he sees fit. Yes, we have no claim on God. We don't. And it's only by his mercy that we are out of hell this morning. You think back with me. Think with me, sinner, you who are not saved. Uh, don't you, don't you, do you ever look back and see that God has been merciful to you all the days of your life? I can. I know that in my in me dwelleth no good thing, and that if he, if he had not turned me to him in mercy, I would still be there in my sin or else be in hell. So we hear, uh, we see Peter rejoicing in the Lord. I believe he was for his mercy. In writing this epistle, he was rejoicing there because of the mercy of God. He has begotten us or saved us unto a lively or living hope by the resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ. As I look around this religious world day by day as we move amongst our folks and the worldly folks, we see how folks are living, and I'm made to wonder how many are living on a false foundation. I don't hear many people talking about the the Lord and what he's done in their lives. Do you? No, it's all worldly talk. Uh, talk about the ball games. Folks go pick up the paper in the morning. First thing they do, they look to either the ball game or the stock market. Yes, and uh, or they are uh, concerned about what's on the television, what's happening in the political world, in the financial world, but nothing about the the Lord. Nothing about the Lord, my friend. No, it's not. They're not talking about the Lord. No, I, I just wonder, my friend, how folks. Can, can claim to be saved. I remember a story the late pastor, the old trailblazer, told one time back during the slave days, this old plantation owner uh, 
had had died and was uh, they had his funeral and this uh, this man just heaped all kind of praises on the man and all the eulogies they call it talked about uh, what a gracious man he was and that he was now living in heaven and all of those things and going on to be with the Lord and and uh, as after the service was over one of his old slaves there one of his old black men uh, eased up to the coffin and told one of his friends that I just wanted to look and see if that was my boss man he was talking about I didn't know none of any of that stuff that he said but no my friend all that was just a put on no a man who knows the lord you're going to hear him speak about it yes he's going to speak about the lord i know that god's word tells us that in the last days perilous times shall come and i believe we are certainly living in that day now perilous times in the religious world that's why i'm burdened for your soul that's why i continue to come to you every day each day monday through friday with thus saith the lord the soul that sinneth it shall die could i ask you are you under the blood of christ are you safe in the arms of Jesus? I'm not interested in whether you're a member of some church or whether you uh, were sprinkled as an infant. No, those things mean nothing uh, to me nor to God. The only uh, sacrifice that God will accept is a broken heart and a contrite spirit. We here at the office of Radio Missions gather every morning of the week uh, in our morning before our work day begins. And in our devotion time, we pray uh, that the Lord will open your heart, open many of your hearts. We pray for our folks here. We pray for our sick folks. We pray that the Lord will convict you, you folks of your sin and save you before it's too late. Yes, one day it'll be too late, my friend. Yes, and we want the Lord, we ask the Lord to save you to, before it's too late. Listen, Christ came to seek and to save sinners. Yes, we want to, we want to, uh, uh, never uh, get uh, caught up in our preaching and teaching God's Word as a cold, hard doctrine. That's what the professors of religion do. But the possessor, the possessor of Christ, God's child, always wants to proclaim Christ as the uh, Savior of men. What good will it do you to know all the Bible, all the background, and all of those things, and then miss Christ? What good will it do you to be as the rich man was? His barns were full. He had no place to bestow his good. It's, the scripture says he was rich and increased with good and had need of nothing. And all the time he was lost. Yeah, but the Bible said, uh, the Lord spoke to him and said, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of you. And now, my friend, he woke up in hell the next morning. Listen, you're going to spend eternity in one or two places, either in heaven with our Lord and all of its uh, glory, and this is all because of his mercy, his abundant mercy, or you will spend eternity apart from our Lord there in hell where there will be no more mercy. Can you think about it, my friend? Uh, no more mercy. You and I are blessed now in this life. We can hear the gospel. We can ask the Lord. We we still have the the, the uh, grace to call on the Lord. We have the privilege. What a privilege it is to come to the Lord in prayer. And my friend, we can ask the Lord to save our friends, save our our people, and make us children of God, all because of the mercy of God. I don't. A wonder at Peter marveling in the grace and mercy of God? No, for he saw the wickedness of men, how they persecuted Christ, then crucified him. And Peter, no doubt, said many times, except, uh, yeah, except for the grace of God, I'd be there with those men, just as Paul was once, old Saul of Tarsus. He never got over how the Lord saved him. He, unlike Peter, was a religious Jew of the highest order. 
He was a member of the Sanhedrin court, signifying that he was an educated man. Yes, and uh, uh, one of the highest courts of the land. And God saved him, and oh, how persecution fell upon him. But he never was, there never was there one word of complaint or murmuring or complaining. No, he was always ready to give an account of the, of the grace of God that had appeared to him and the mercy of God to him. That's what I want to do today, my friend. Uh, give God the glory. And all of his, because of all of his mercy and all of his grace. Are you, are you uh, this morning concerned about your soul? My friend, God holds out mercy to you this morning. Just as uh, the Queen Esther did there to the king, she entered his room knowing that if he didn't hold out the scepter of grace to her, that she would be killed immediately. It didn't matter if she was the queen, but she found favor in the sight of her husband, the king. Just as you and I who are saved found favor one day in the sight in the eyes of our Lord. He said, uh, let him go, a ransom's been found. That's what, we, that's what we preach, that Christ died for our sins, making a ransom for our sins, for yours and for mine. And oh, the mercy of God, my friend. We never get over it, do we? We don't want to get over it. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to a close. I wish you'd uh, begin to be concerned about your soul. I pray that the Lord would deal mightily with your heart. Don't let time go by. All of a sudden you'll be, uh, if the Lord doesn't tarry, all of a sudden you'll be old and aged and maybe crippled and your mind go from you and never be saved. Would you think about that? This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendora speaking, reminding you our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Until next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 